Hello, everyone. It's Eves checking in here to let you know that you're going to be hearing two different events in history in this episode. They're both good, if I do say so myself. On with the show. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. The day was June 22, 1633. The Roman Inquisition sentenced astronomer Galileo Galilei to imprisonment and penance for supporting the idea that the sun was the center of the universe and Earth revolved around it. He was deemed, quote, vehemently suspect of heresy, and his book, Dialogue Concerning the Two Chief World Systems, was banned. Galileo's support of heliocentrism and the Galileo Affair, as Galileo's controversy with the Catholic Church is known, have become parts of his story that are as important as his scientific contributions. In the 16th and 17th century, when Galileo was alive, most people believed that the Earth was at the center of the universe and heavenly bodies revolved around it, a model known as geocentrism. That included the Catholic Church, which maintained that the Earth was static, not just out of fanatical faith, but because heliocentrism seemed absurd based on scientific consensus and contrary to its ideas of hierarchy in the cosmos, among other reasons. Misconceptions about the Church's reasoning for sticking to geocentrism aside, Galileo promoted astronomer and mathematician Nicolaus Copernicus's heliocentric theory. Galileo's telescopic observations and writings supported the idea that the sun was at the center of the universe. In 1616, the Holy Office appointed a board of theologians called qualifiers to evaluate the ideas that the sun is at the center of the universe and that Earth is not at the center of the universe and has a diurnal motion. It concluded that the proposition of the sun being at the center of the universe was absurd and false in philosophy and formally heretical, since it was against scripture and common doctrine. The Holy Office also said that the motion of the earth was, quote, at least erroneous in faith. Cardinal Robert Bellarmina, the church's chief theologian, advised that Galileo treat heliocentrism as hypothetical rather than treating it as a real phenomenon, and Galileo was ordered not to hold, defend, or teach heliocentrism. But in 1632, Galileo published the book Dialogue Concerning the Two Chief World Systems. The book pits the Copernican system against the Ptolemaic system, framed as discussions among three characters. The Ptolemaic system holds that Earth is the stationary center of the universe. The character who holds Ptolemaic views, Simplicio, is repeatedly shut down by the other two for his support of geocentrism. As the characters made strong arguments in favor of the Copernican view, Pope Urban VIII sent the book to a special committee for examination. It was determined that the book defended heliocentrism, and so Galileo was suspected of holding the prohibited doctrine. Galileo loosely admitted his fault, but said that he did not intend to support heliocentrism. In April of 1633, he said, I freely confess that a reader not knowing my mind might understand the arguments as supporting the false side, which I intend to refute. Galileo's trial on May 10, 1633 did not last long. He appeared before Commissary Vincenzo Maculano, who gave him eight days to prepare to present his defenses, but he declined the opportunity. 
On June 21st, Galileo was forced to confess his beliefs under threat of torture. But Galileo was not actually tortured, as was typical for people who were older and ill. He said that at first he considered the Ptolemaic and Copernican systems equally possible, but now he believed in the Ptolemaic system. And on June 22nd, the Inquisition declared that Galileo had defended the condemned opinion of heliocentrism by presenting it as probable in the book Dialogue. The Roman Inquisition was an agency the Catholic Church developed to control religious doctrine and practice. The Inquisitors mentioned how Galileo had failed to bring up his precept not to hold, defend, or teach heliocentrism when publishing his book. And they noted how he confessed that readers could draw the conclusion that heliocentrism was probable for reading his book. They found him vehemently suspect of heresy, as he was suspect of having held and believed the false doctrine, which is contrary to scripture, that the sun was static and at the center of the universe while the earth orbited around it. Dialogue was banned. Galileo was sentenced to be imprisoned in the Holy Office for an indeterminate time, and he was ordered to say the penitential psalms once a week for three years. He was also required to abjure, curse, and detest the error and heresy of heliocentrism. He said the following, in part, in his abjuration, I swear that I have always believed, I believe now, and with God's help, I will in the future believe all which the Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church doth hold, preach, and teach. He admitted to his error and swore not to hold, defend, or teach heliocentrism. The next day, he was moved from the prisons of the Holy Office to the Palace of the Grand Duke. Galileo stayed on house arrest in a villa near Florence for the rest of his life. He continued to experiment, write, and work with a student until his death in 1642. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. But if you want to learn more about Galileo, our episode of Unpopular this week is about Galileo and the Galileo Affair. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey y'all, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a podcast that brings you a little tidbit of history every day. The day was June 22nd, 1947. Science fiction author Octavia E. Butler was born in Pasadena, California. Butler addressed themes of gender, sexuality, and race through her speculative fiction. Over the course of her writing career, she received several awards, including the Hugo and Nebula Awards. Butler's mother was a domestic worker, and growing up, Butler recognized the racism and economic inequity that affected her family. By the time she was 10, she was already writing her own stories, and she was interested in science fiction magazines and stories. As a young adult, Butler pursued paths besides writing and worked temporary jobs, but she wrote when she wasn't working. Through the Open Door program at the Writers Guild, Butler was able to attend a class taught by science fiction author Harlan Ellison. He encouraged her to pursue writing further by attending the Clarion Science Fiction Writers Workshop in Pennsylvania. Though Ellison had offered to publish one of her stories in an anthology, that anthology was never published. 
When she left Clarion, she began working on the novels that became part of the Patternist series. The first book in the series, published by Doubleday in 1976, was Pattern Master. In the book, telepathic people known as Patternists are dominant over mutes or non-telepathic humans, as well as over mutated humans called Clayarchs. The next two books in the series, Mind of My Mind and Survivor, were published in 1977 and 1978. The books sold well, but she took a break from the series to write Kindred. In the novel, a Black woman named Dana travels back in time to slavery-era Maryland. There, she meets a white ancestor whom she has to repeatedly rescue to make sure that he survives. Butler had trouble placing the book with the publisher because it didn't fit neatly into the science fiction category. But in 1979, Doubleday published Kindred as fiction. The book was received well when it was published, and it became a text that students read in high schools across the U.S. After Kindred, Butler continued to publish books in the Pattern Master series, including Wild Seed and Clay's Ark. Many of her characters were Black women, and she explored themes like control and post-colonialism in dystopian settings. In 1984, she won a Hugo Award for the short story Speech Sounds, and Blood Child won the Nebula, Hugo, and Locus Awards. Butler worked on the Xenogenesis trilogy in the late 1980s, and in the 1990s, she published Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents, which followed the protagonist Lauren Olamina as she escapes a walled community and founds a new one. Butler once said, quote, I don't write utopia science fiction because I don't believe that imperfect humans can form a perfect society. Fledgling, a science fiction vampire novel published in 2005, was Butler's last publication. She died of a stroke in 2006. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also hit us up on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.